welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful home office, Chateau Relaxo, Florida. Today's subject, a Florida beer tour. Thanks for listening. Last week's travel was very uneventful. I had a late night flight out to Dallas, landing somewhere around midnight on Monday, and then a late afternoon, 5 o'clock or so, Friday, back home on uh, Southwest, landing at somewhere around 8 o'clock that night. And in between those five days, nothing really that eventful went down. A lot of the guys went out to the stockyards for dinner, elected to pass on that, and just kind of hung behind and did some work. Dallas is a great town. I was actually born in North Dallas, and we've got one of our regional locations out there. So I spend eh, one or two visits out there each year. But other than that, very uneventful travel week. So Napa has their wine tour, so why can't Florida have a beer tour? I mean, Florida's an amazing state when it comes to beer. A lot of people uh, tend to think that it's all focused around the Tampa-St. Pete area. But that's not necessarily the case. If you've got a couple days and a few spare tanks of gas, uh, you could actually pull off a pretty good across the state, down the state, back across the state, and back up the state beer tour. You know, as much fun as I make of Florida with Florida Man and all the Florida memes, uh, we actually do host some amazingly good breweries, some of which are actually distributing around to the uh, surrounding states. So the first stop, would be Winter Garden. And if you've never been to Winter Garden, it's a, it's Mayberry all over again, just kind of uh, updated into the uh, the current century. But there is a place called the Cooked Can Brewing. And how I found this was that on every Saturday, Winter Garden hosts a farmer's market. So a lot of the local bakers and artisans and produce all come to, uh, to sell their wares. And down at the end of Plant Street, which runs right down the middle of the city, is the old farmer's market is behind that is the plant street market with again a, a bunch of uh, brick and mortar type vendors selling again local wares and stuff but inside there is the crooked can brewing company and every time we end up at the farmer's market on saturdays somehow i find my way down to the end of the street and sit down at cookie can and sample a flight usually my go-to when i'm there is their mcstagger imperial ipa and this is a heavy beer, 9% alcohol. Uh, it's got lots of kick, so you definitely have to pace yourself if you choose to drink it. Again, they do offer flights, so if you're not familiar with a brewery or what kind of beer you like, you know, take a flight. You get four or five samples of anywhere from four to five ounces of the beer, and you can kind of zone in on what you think is your favorite. If you can't make it there, Publix distributes their High Stepper IPA, which has a little bit less of a kick at about 7%. But nevertheless, a good beer, a good uh, summer relaxing beer. From Crooked Can, find yourself on I-4 heading out west towards Lakeland. And there's a establishment called the Brew Hub. And I drove past the Brew Hub probably for four years before I ever bothered to stop in. The outside of it is it's a, it looks like a very industrial, it looks like an, actually a distribution plant, not so much a brewery, but ended up over there for a couple days and had nothing to do one evening and, and found myself over there in a pretty decent brew hub. Uh, one of my biggest gripes with a lot of the breweries, especially in Florida, is that they don't sell food. You can order in food from someplace using Uber Eats or, or DoorDash or something like that. 
Now you've got a couple receipts to worry about. But Brewhub actually serves some pretty decent food. The night I was there, they had about 20 beers on tap. They actually even offer an app that you can download to help you with the selection process. Again, I started with their flights because I really wasn't familiar with much of their beer. So I went with, I think, three IPAs and one stout. And the stout actually was the winner. It paired very well with my BB Cuban, which was their take on a barbecue Cuban sandwich. Very delicious. Uh, it's one of the few breweries that actually fills cans, or as they call crowlers. Most of the local breweries will fill a growler or a glass bottle. But they'll actually, they've somehow gotten into the process of, of filling crowlers. I left that night with a 32-ounce neon crowler. They also distribute their Key Billy beer, their Diver Down, and their Rome City, which you can find at just about any Publix or most of the uh, ABC or Total Wines throughout the state. From the Brew Hub, we're going to get back onto I-4 and head west. And just go a few exits down to the exit with Dinosaur World. And if you've never been across I-4 and seen Dinosaur World, probably missing a treat. It is littered with probably to scale replicas of dinosaurs from a year, year at a time gone by. But we're going to get off of the Dinosaur World exit and turn right. And we're heading toward Two Henry's Brewing Company in Plant City, Florida. Now, Two Henry's was named after Two Henry's, duh, who were instrumental in Florida's development. One was Henry Plant, and the other was Henry Flagler. Flagler is probably the more well-known of the two, being the railroad tycoon that he was for decades. When you get there, it's landscaped beautifully, lots of tropic uh, plants, lots of tropic palm trees. The tasting room is this open-air space with a towering ceiling that was uh, wood-grained. It gives off a very Key West vibe. They offer a huge selection of fruit-infused beers as well as sangria. I passed on both, just not my kind of gig. But if you like sangria, I would encourage you to stop in and give it a shot. I left there with some of their Seven Mile Bridge English-style IPA. And we talked about a couple episodes ago the difference between an English IPA and an American-style IPA. And there is truly a difference. Gave this beer maybe three stars, just not one of my all-time favorites. Next time I go that way, I will definitely stop in if I have time and bring something else back to try. Leaving Two Henry's, it's back to I-4, and we're heading into Tampa. And a lot of people consider Tampa the beer mecca of Florida. I don't know if I agree with it, but Cigar City is located there. And as much time that I've spent in Tampa over the years, Cigar City is just a place I haven't stopped in at. Every time I go by, the parking lot seems slammed full, and it just really doesn't call my name. Doesn't mean they make bad beer. Doesn't take anything away from the beer. I routinely enjoy their uh, Highlight IPA. It's a 7.5 APV. I call it one of those it can change your viewpoint on life types of beer. If you want something very light, check out their Florida Cracker. Kind of a uh, white or a Belgian style. It's a citrus infused, maybe 5.5% APV. So not a real heavy beer. Good summertime beer. I know at one point they offered a yearly bottle pour release that I think limited people to one or two bottles, and they had lines for hours of people waiting to get in there. So if you're ever in Tampa and enjoy a good meal, head over to Cigar City and kind of wind out the evening there. Leaving Tampa, we're going to make a left and start heading south a little bit, and we're going to find ourselves in St. Petersburg, Florida, and Three Daughters Brewing. And we actually found ourselves there after a failed college tour or some kind of a family photo shoot. I don't remember which. It's named after the owner's three daughters, which makes sense. 
and we were there. We were actually sitting at the bar, and the bar is a cement-topped bar, and it had the hand-pent prints of the three daughters in the cement, which was really pretty cool. My last visit there, I went with their Imperial Brown Ale. It's a nitro-infused ale, a heavyweight. I mean, this thing was 10% APV. Too carbonated for me. I know that nitro, I know Guinness has put out some nitro beers. Just not something for me. Their Bimini Twist IPA is available just about every place, from Publix, again, to uh, Total Wine and, and Liquor, as well as the uh, ABC store. Leaving three daughters, we're not going to travel very far. We're going to head south into Sarasota, Big Top Brewing Company. This is one of my favorite West Coast stops. I mean, this is a true Cinderella story, kind of in the vibe of Caddyshack. Local brewer listens to his friends. He begins brewing for the masses, and before he knows it, he has a whole uh, brewery set up, complete with distribution. Most of the beers are named with some sort of a circus theme, and the brewery offers entertainment to rival a sideshow. I've been there when they've had food trucks. I've been there when they've had open mic nights. The weekends always seem to be packed with some kind of a performance or a, a local artist coming in. My last visit, I ordered the Ashley Gang Outlaw Imperial IPA, and this beer is not a for a sissy. It's about 120 IBUs. And IBUs is, in the beer world, is what refers to the International Bitterness Unit Scale. It's a standard they use for measuring how bitter a beer is. So a typical IPA with a high uh, IBU is somewhere like 75. A malty beer like a stout is going to be very low, maybe 30, maybe 40. So this thing hit 120. was definitely bitter. It almost kind of rivaled itself on the uh, the brink of becoming a sour. But a great beer. I usually leave with a 22-ounce bomber of the Ashley Gang, always with full intentions of bringing it home and putting it in the refrigerators. Most time, it doesn't make it through the night at the hotel. If you're interested, though, their Circus City IPA, again, is available in most Publixes and most of the local liquor stores across Florida. This next stop is in Fort Myers, and it's the Old Soul Brewing. And Old Soul is tucked in the back of an industrial park, easy to pass up, I think we drove past it three or four times before we finally found it. It's a perfect place to wind down a crazy day. If you start off with a flight, they actually serve the flights on little miniature picnic benches, which is kind of cool. My last visit, I went with the old Hootie IPA. And every time I hear the word Hootie, I think of two things. Hootie and the Blowfish or Hootie, the old man that used to or maybe still runs the uh, Masters Golf Course in Augusta. And it was okay. It wasn't great. I finished with the Salty Water, Walter, which sounds uh, far worse than it is. It's actually pretty interesting. It's a saltwater-infused beer, and it tastes a heck of a lot better than it sounds. Um, if you look at the picture on the post, it's kind of the murky murky one. It's not a very clear-looking beer. probably resembles the ocean, hopefully on the Gulf side, which tends to be a little bit cleaner and purer than on the Atlantic side. Leaving Old Souls, we're going to get on Alligator Alley uh, and headed into Fort Lauderdale. And if you've never been across Alligator Alley, it's a great place. There's one stop about halfway across the alley, uh, Mikasuki uh, gas station out that way. Other than that, there's not much. You'll see a lot of cattails, occasionally airboats, some guys fishing, but little else. But once you get into Fort Lauderdale, head over to Riverside Market. And Riverside really isn't a brewery. 
but they represent what good beer is all about. If you're a beer person, this is a must stop. If you live in Fort Lauderdale, I'm sure you've been there. The interior is eclectic. It's welcoming. There's lots of big, big comfy couches. Last time we were there, we were greeted, given an explanation on selecting the beer. And the beer's kind of set up pretty cool. There's a, the, the whole side of the building is lined with coolers and the coolers have numbers on them. And it's kind of on the honor system. So when you're ready to tab out, you tell the uh, waitress or waiter how many beers you had out of each numbered cooler and they ring up your tab. They have phenomenal food. Their uh, Fort Lauderdale location, last time I was there, their barbecue pizza is probably one of the best around. They've got multiple locations now, so keep an eye out for it. But I still prefer the Fort Lauderdale one because that was the original and seems to be the best. From there, we're going to head north just a bit to Oakland Park, Florida, and into the Funky Buddha Brewery. Now, Funky Buddha was the very first brewery that I ever visited. Don't know if it's good, don't know if it's bad, but that's kind of the standard for what I look for in a brewery. They do an amazing tour. I think it's five bucks. You leave with a nice glass to take home, bumper stickers, plenty of cool stuff. This is another brewery that really has gone truly viral. It started with one location, then two, and then recently they were purchased by Constellation Brands. And Constellation Brands, if you're not a beer person, they own Ballast Point, Corona, and a whole bunch of other ones. And at this point, the only real change that I've seen is that there's more distribution. I've seen Funky Buddha up inside of the Georgia area. I think I've seen it in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. My standard is, once again, their IPA. It's the Hop Gun, and it's a heavy, it's a 7.5 APV, but it's a truly, truly amazing IPA. They also offer a whole bunch of specialty runs. The latest one that I saw was their No Crust. I picked up a four-pack of that. It's a peanut butter and jelly-infused brew. It's not cheap. It's almost three bucks a bottle, but if you take your time and drink it slowly, you can just savor each individual flavor of the beer. The peanut butter, the jelly, the hops, uh, just a perfect combination. If you ever get the chance to sample their January release of their Maple Bacon Coffee Porter, or MBCP is the uh, aficionado's call, do it. I mean, this is a totally hyped beer in the beer world, but this once-a-year release is worth it. One of the good things, and this is kind of my hesitation with a lot of the breweries, is Funky Buddha, the first time I was there, they did not have, offer food. They brought in food trucks once or twice a week. They now have recently added a kitchen to their Oakland Park location, which makes it even more inviting and more advantageous. So if you're in the Fort Lauderdale area, make sure you check out both Funky Buddha and Riverside. So we're in the home stretch. We're heading back up I-95 up the coast. And once you get to Cape Canaveral, that's where the Florida Beer Company is. And again, this is another brewery that I have not visited, but I love their beer. I, you know, it's usually when I'm in Cape Canaveral in that area, I have one thing on my mind. I want to get home. And unfortunately, you know, an hour or hour and a half delay or a detour out of my trip home just isn't my favorite thing to do. Yelp has them rated at four plus stars. So I would definitely encourage you to visit, you know, if you're heading over to the uh, to Kennedy Space Center. It's not that far from there. I do love their Swamp Ape, which, of course, the name. What, what's not to like? Swamp Ape Double IPA. This is another one of those four-packs. And the reason is it's 10% APV. It's heavy. It's tasty. It's really one of the few 10% alcohol beers that I'll routinely drink. I mean, when you get up in that 
nine to 10, 11, 12% to me, they just, they're just too heavy for me. Most of their beers are sold at Publix. So next time you're in there, check out, you'll, you'll notice that the Swamp Apes got a picture of a, I call it a cross between a rabid dog and a uh, probably Bigfoot on the on the label. So, you know, Napa doesn't have much on us with their wine tours. I would definitely encourage you to take a Florida beer tour. Uh, you know, that was less than 700 miles, less than 10 hours driving. You know, find a nice place to stay halfway through it. There's some amazing hotels on the West Coast when you get down around to the Fort Myers area, as well as if you want to come over to the... Uh, the Atlantic side, uh, Fort Lauderdale, there's a ton of great hotels, especially down the beach. A lot of Hilton properties, a lot of Marriott properties as well. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening. Safe travels. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor. We cover all the topics. Thanks again.